Today's daf is Shkalem daf Tess. We will pick up from Tess and Aleph. Four lines in, Kamahushir Shel Kais. What's the size of a Kais? So how do we get into this? So, previously the Mishnah described the different boxes, the kupois that were in the Mishkan, or the base of Mikdash, that they would use for the Machsta Shekel. And we got into what size and how much volume uh, contained in these boxes. So we had the Shurim, and we digressed into yesterday's daf spoke about the Dalar Kaisais. So we get into some of the halachas of a sheer shell kais. What's the size of a cup? Rabbi Yosi b'shem Rabbi Yosi ben Pazi Rabbi Yosi Rabbi b'shem Rabbi Yishmo says etzba ayim al etzba ayim al rum etzba umechza shlish etzba. So you have two fingers by two fingers wide, and it's the height of one and a half finger breaths plus a shlish plus a third. So it's similar to what we had in Pesachim. It's a little different. Taisvus and Pesachim gets into it. Why specifically? Or what, what's the difference between the, the Why did they have a different shear in the Yushami and the Babli? And this has uh, definitely been a debate for many, many years regarding the shiurim. Do we go by the shear of of uh, beitza v'chetzi, an egg and a half, or do you have this other shear of a revius of etzba ayim, etzba ayim arum, etzba umechta shlish? Or the other shear. Next, Tani, there's the following brysa. Yavish Kazayas Div Rebbenasan. So, just a little background. We had a Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Ayin Vav, that spoke about Haitzah, that one is not allowed to carry on Shabbos. One of the one of the themes of the of the prakim there, we were trying to figure out what is the shear, what's the minimum size for carrying. So when it came to beverages, the minimum shear was a revius. So we learned that if you take enough wine that you could turn into a kais shel bracha, that also is considered haitzah. So what will be that size? So we're saying yavish, a congealed wine, that's the shear of a kazayas, divrei rabbi nasan, meaning they would reconstitute it and add another two parts, if you go with the shiurim of what revius is, so another two parts, so you'd have two parts water to this congealed wine, and then you'd have a revius. So that is the shear of Rabbi Nassan. Just by the way, Ravelski's Zetzal brought a riot from this Yerushami, which is quoted in Taisvis and Javis, that there was a concept of dried wine or dried grape juice that we would call grape juice concentrate, and you see that you could, in fact, use this for a kaisha bracha if you would reconstitute it. So what's the nafkamina? Halachic nafkamina is there's a discussion in the Mincha Shleimer of Shem Zaman Orbach in his first volume of Chuvas Chilak Aleph, it's a Chuva Dalit. He discusses the question, can you use reconstituted grape juice for Kiddush, for Dalit Kaisais, or bracha do you make on it? So this, this does shed light on it, the fact that they did have this concept of constituted or dried grape, dried wine, that you would add water back and have a uh, a kais shabracha. So that was Rabbi Nassan's shir. They said, Rabbi Nassan goes with Rabbi Shimon, who when the Mishnah Shabbos told us that the shear for Haitzah is a revius. Kemod Rabbi Shimon revius. Just like Rabbi Shimon says, the shear when it's in a liquid state is a revius. That the size of the measurement for this congealed 
wine would be a kazayas, but when you reconstitute it, it would be the shear of a revias. Rabbi Simon, Rishim, Rabbi Shuv, and Levi said the following. Maisa appeared this, Rabbi Shemesa, so there was the, the, the mule of Rebbe died, and they said that the, blo- the blood, the dam of the of the mule is not tummy mishum nevela. We have we always have sugyas and chulin that there's a tomas nevela, and and uh, when it came to Rebbe's mule, they passed, and the blood was not tummy mishum nevela. Vashal Rebbe Elazar as Rebbe Simon Arkama. So what meaning? No matter how how much blood was there, they were mekel. They said there's no tomas dam. I don't understand. We know there's such a thing of tomas dam. Now, Rav Simon did not pay attention to him. He didn't respond. He said, They pass it up until Ravius of Dam is tar. If it's more than Ravius of Dam, it is Tameh. And Rav Lazar was upset that Rav Simon did not respond to him. And he didn't, you know, take, uh, he didn't pay attention to him. So Rabibi have a Yosef Masni Hadin Ovda. Rabibi was sitting and he was saying over the following Amar Le Rav Yitzhak Bar Bisna. So Rav Yitzhak Bar Bisna said to him, meaning he also didn't explain, he said that the blood was tar, was tar by the mule of Rabbi, and he didn't explain how much blood. So he said like this Arav is tar, Yosemikan Tame. Did you say Arav is tar by Yosemikan Tame? Which one is it? Ubarpe. And again, Rabibi. Uh, got upset at Rav Yitzchak Bar Bisna because he was upset at him. Rav Yitzchak Bar Bisna asked him seemingly a nudnik question, asking him details. Was it more than Rav Yitzchak, less than Rav Yitzchak? And Rav Bibi got upset at him. Amalei Rav Yitzchak begin the shalach at the bit bay. What, I asked you a simple question. Just like, I wanted you to explain yourself. Why did you get so upset? So Amalei begin the loy hava dati bi bi No, that's not why I... Uh, you know, bot means to kick, but the Rishanim here explained he didn't actually kick him. I didn't get upset at you because you asked a question. I was upset about something else. Deloy have a TV. I uh, my head wasn't in it. I was nervous. I was stressed out about other things, which is not a great excuse to get upset at someone. But such is life. The Torah says in the Teichacha. So we're just going to say the drasha on these pesukim without getting into the pshat. It says your chayach will be tluyim, will be suspended minaged from naged. What does it mean? Someone who buys wheat every year, l'shana for that year. So he's living fine. He doesn't, you know, own his own land, but he's able to purchase for the year. And those that are afraid every single night, every day, min hasidki. He buys from the distributor, so he doesn't have enough for the whole year. He has to buy from time to time. So at night, he's nervous. You know, maybe the shipment's not going to come. But the most extreme living in fear is he has to buy every single day from the baker. He doesn't have anything in storage, doesn't have enough money, and he's the one that's living constantly uh, in fear. So Rav Bibi says, and me, I'm the one that buys from the baker. I, I, uh, I'm nervous every single day. I have a loy salmon bechayecha. Okay, back to the Gemara regarding the Revia. So, Mahu Kedain, how do we paskin? So, the Gemara says, Hey, Rabbi Shub, and Pesara al Dam Nevela Shutar. He said, test, He testified that Dam Nevela is Tahar. Mahu Tar, what does Tahar mean? Maybe Tar means Milahachshir. It can make, it cannot make other things. Tame. We know that the passage says, 
that mayim and we include seven liquids are included in this in the in the din of vechiyutan. One of the seven liquids is dam. So it could be dam nevela is not one of those seven liquids, and it cannot make other things roi fit to be makabel tumah. But avol tamos. But if it to make other things tame itself, matame, it could make tame. So the Gemara says, Tamatani, we have mission over there. It says, Dama Sheretz Kipsare. The Dama of a Sheretz, not an Avela, a Sheretz, a dead Sheretz, Kipsare, has the same halachic status as the buster of a Sheretz, which is tame, matame. However, Veinay Machshir, that's not called Dam, like a liquid, it's like buster. It cannot, let's say it touched an apple, it will not make the apple roy, it won't, it won't, it won't be uh, identified as wet uh, because the Dama Sheretz is Kipsare, Veinay Machshir. Now, What's the important line here? The ain lano kiyotzba is nothing else like it. I mean, there's no other type of blood that is metame ve'enay machsher. So how could you tell me? Mahu tar tar melachsher avalatames metame. That formula is only found by dam sharet. It's not found ain lano kiyotzba anywhere else. So the Gemara says kishir tumas. Maybe when the Mishnah says that the inlon akiyotzibai, that's saying the shear of the tumah. The shear of tumah is a kazayas, like the basar of a sharet. However, other places, the shear of tumah is a regular revius. Maybe in fact the dam could be metame kipsare, like, uh, like, like the basar, and therefore you have no raya Regarding the velos, I'm Rabbi Yossi. Pligi about train Amiran. We have machlekes amongst two Amiran on this halacha. Chad Amar Tamei. One man Amar says the blood of an Avela is Tamei, as long as there's more than Ravias. The Chad Amar Tar. Man the Amar Tamei Kerabi Huda goes to Kerabi Huda. Man the Amar Tar Kerabi Shua Ben Pesera. This goes with Rabbi Shua Ben Pesera. We'll get into the machlekes now. We'll just keep going. Amalei Rav Avduma Demin Nechusa. Rav Duma from Nechusa said Vias. I'm um, sorry, Vyas. It's Taka true. Rabbi Yehuda, Moriana de Benesiahava. Rabbi Yehuda was the Paisik by Rebbe's house. And in Rebbe's house, that's where the story of the mule was. So it makes sense. There, Rabbi Yehuda's the one that holds. Rabbi Huda is the one that holds that it is tummy when it's more than Ravius, and that aligns with the story that was quoted in the name of Yeshua Malevi, that was only talking about less than Ravius of Dam, where they said the novella of the mule, the Dam, was was tar. But more than Ravius, it would be tummy. This makes sense according to Rabbi Huda's opinion. And Rabbi Huda it was the Paisik for, for Rabbi's house, so everything makes sense. Back to the Mishnah. So the Mishnah told us, previous Mishnah, that when a person when they would do the, the trumas halishka, separating the shkalim, you have to be careful regarding the optics. You have to make sure that it didn't look like anybody was, you know, was taking some cash for themselves, pocketing anything, and therefore they have to go with very specific clothing. It had to be done a certain way. So the Gemara said, the Mishnah explained that if the person would become poor later on, people would say, oh, he must have stole money, and that's why he's poor. And if he would become rich, they would say, oh, it must be he became wealthy from from taking off some coins and hiding it in his pocket. So, the Gemara continues on this. Tani, de, tani Rabbi Yishmael, Kavutz la Yitra. If a person had long hair, or maybe curly hair, you cannot do the Truma Salashkom. People are going people are gonna to say, oh, he, he hid a lot of money in his hair. Tani, Hagizbarn, Hayim, Safsikin, Bekilkin. They would, uh, they, they would like, open up his clothing 
and take a comb and literally separate the hair or the wool of his clothing to show that there's nothing there. So it was, it was a whole scene. Tani medabrim ha yimoi mishash mishash hunichnas at shashoyate. They would have a a constant conversation with him to make sure he didn't like hide anything in his mouth and keep him talking so that there was no way for him to hide things in his mouth without them realizing. Vimali pumi moi wanted to just fill his mouth with water, and if it's filled with water, he can't swallow it. And there's no way for him to put coins in there. So the Gemara says, it would be a good idea, but there was a special bracha. They would say, and we know the, the Gemara bracha tells us on the Pasuk, that your mouth should be full of praise and you, you should not make a bracha while you have other things in your mouth, chewing gum or whatever. So... You don't want him to have water in his mouth, so therefore he had, they had a conversation with him throughout the entire process. Rabbi Shmuel bar Nachman Mishim Rabbi Yenison says, "Batar ben Avim Eksuv Matzano." We see this concept. They have to look good in the eyes of people the same way you have to look good in the eyes of Hashem. So he said we find it in Tanakh. Not just for Hashem, it has to be known to Yisrael as well. We say this at the end of benching, this Pasuk from Mishle, that a person uh, should find Baini Alekim Ve'adam Gamliel Zuga Shal Rabbi Yosi Bar Rabbi Bon Eizam Achover Shabakulim. Which pasuk is easiest to see that? You know, the clearest of, of all of them. So Amalei Ve'isim Nekim. You should be Naki. You should look clean, innocent. Me Hashem and Umi Yisrael. Continues the Mishnah here. So another Mishnah. Shal Beis Rabbi Gamliel. We had this earlier. Hayu Nichnas V'Shikli Beinetz Boisav. So. The people from Rabbi Gamliel's family, they would go holding their shekel in their hand, between their fingers, they would, right, right during the time where they would do the, the Trumas Halishka, they were withdrawing the coins from the kupa. So they would throw their coin into the box to make sure that their coins were used specifically for the karbanis, that their coins shouldn't get stuck, you know, uh, fall to the bottom. And it shouldn't be part of Hamonam. So we're going to see what benefit they had by doing this. We'll see that soon. And the one who, who did the truma was Halishka, he would make sure to, that their coins would be in the kupa that he was going to be taking. So in a term, the person who was doing the truma, he didn't do it until the administrators there would say, uh, I'm sorry, he would, he would ask them, at Trim, should I do it? And they would say yes. And they would tell him three times, yes, you should take, do the Trumas Halishka. So what he would do is, he would take from the first box, and then once you're done taking that first withdrawal, so then everything else that's, that remains is considered Shiyare Halishka. So you don't want to use those later on. So what you would do is you would cover it with katavlios, a leather cover, 
to make sure that whatever's remaining is is earmarked for shiare leftover coins. What if more coins come in to the base of Midrash? They came from far away. We'll put those coins on top of the leather uh, chatzitza, on top of the leather cover, so we know those leather cover, the, the ones on top of the leather cover are new. The ones underneath the leather, those are shiare, those are leftover. Hashnia. Then we did the second one a month later. He also covered it. After the third one, you did not cover it. The reason why, again, we explained the reason why they would do the truma halishka was sorry, the reason why they would cover it was because once they already took money out from this box, the remaining coins had the status of shiare, leftovers. And they are not used as standard machzas shagal. Now, the third time they did it, there was no longer going to be any more money coming in. So there was nothing to separate from. Everything would be considered shiare, shiare uh, lishka. Continues the Mishnah. So when they did the first truma, they would have in mind for the people in Eretz Yisrael. Now, the truth is, we learned a few times already that once you separated the coins... You, even if you lived in Japan, and they did the lish, the trumas lishka, your coins were, in the eyes of heaven, klape shmaya galio. Your coins are part of Claudius Rose, Marx's Ashekel, and all the carbonis have your name on it as well. So you're part of Claudius Rose. All the carbonis have your name. So the Gemara is going to actually ask, then why was Rabbi trying to get their coins in? We'll see that in a moment. And here we have to explain that it didn't mean. That only the, only the people in Eretz Yisrael had the schus by the first truma, by the first withdrawal. It just was a thing that they would highlight some areas, you know, the closer communities first, and the further distant ones second, and the farthest ones, they would highlight them last. But in reality, everyone, as long as they separated the truma salishka, they gave it to their local box. As we, we said previously, their local shaifer, they had a chilek in in the uh, in the money that was used for the kabbanis. So the Mishnah continues. The cities that surrounded the Vashlishis, the Shem Baba, the Shem Madai, the Shem Medina, Sarachaikais, for the distant countries. So the Mishnah started off with Shabbos Havagamliel, to make sure their shekel was done first. So the Gemara says, Kirayim, they want to ask the Kasha. Let's say you had two, two piles of, of, uh, of produce in someone's house. And he took Truma from one on the other. You did it from one for both. So let's say you baked, uh, you had, you had, you're making a challah, you had two things of dough, and you did a frosh's challah from one for the other. The halach is it works without getting into all the details. So the same way that works from one for the other, so then why, it's an interesting muscle the Gemara gives, but the question is, very basic question, why did Rabbi Gamliel's family make sure their coins were used? Either way, everything was all connected, it was all combined, doesn't make a difference. So the Gemara says, you're right, yet Hanachas Ruach Ilahem, it was Hanachas Ruach, they got some, you know, special uh, excitement from this, they felt good about themselves, that it made them feel good, that uh, it was Mishal Hentchilo, their things came first, when in reality there was no difference. Tani, 
The following verse: Shomat es katav liyos. Let's say so. We, we looked in the mission. The mission described in detail that they would cover the shiare coins, the leftover coins. They would cover with a leather um, cover, and they would put the new coins on top of it. Let's say shomat es katav liyos. The covers were were removed. So and now new coins came on top of it, and it's all combined. So nasakun shiraim. The whole thing becomes shiraim. You can no longer use it for future. Carbonus, uh, it's all called Shiare, and whatever you do with Shiare, Shkalim, that's what these coins are going to be earmarked for. Tani, the Bible says, Shlishes hi hoisa ashir The final withdrawal, which meant the final uh, box, that was the richest of all of them. What does that mean? Shahayabai istaria shalzav etarkani shalzav. In that box, they had these. Golden coins, they had Darkonis and Istarius. So we learned already what the Darkonis would come from. The Darkonis would be that they would they would um they would transfer their silver coins onto the Darkonis because it was lighter to carry. We had that earlier in the Mishnayas. Some learn that the Istarius would be an extra gift, not uh, a Maxa Shekel gift, but an extra donation that the people that live far away, they felt bad, they felt guilty, they didn't live next to Eretz Yisrael, so they gave extra cash. And therefore, this was used for, this This was, this was ended up in that final box. Tani, Tarmas, Rishon, L'Shem, Eretz Yisrael, L'Shem, Kal Yisrael, Shni, L'Shem, Krach, M'Kav, L'Shem, Kal Yisrael, V'Ashlishes, L'Shem, Bav, L'Mada, L'Shem, Adinas, R'Chakers, L'Shem, Kal Yisrael. Tani, we went in even though there was money left in the Rishina, still, you take from the second one. Let's say all the money in the third box. This is already before Sukkot. You're doing the third Lishka, and now there's not, no more money left. You took, you finished all of it. So you go back to the second one. Second box. If the second one's Finish, you go back to the first one. So, if you used all money in all three boxes, you have to go find new shkalim that that there were never used. There were never uh, there was never a truma done with those that that should be on top of the leather pouch. That's really what it should be. That's what you should do. Shiraim. You could even go back to Shiraim. Shiraim said, So Rameir holds that Shiraim, even though Shiraim is just uh, just one more time. Shiraim means that you had a box and the coins were already taken from the box, and whatever's left in that box is called the shirayim. Those are called leftovers. So it's, you know, you have leftover food. It doesn't have the same fresh look as fresh food. So it already, in halacha, shirayim are, are on a lower level. So only the new coins are used for the machsa shekel to be used for, for uh, the karbanis. Everything else is called shirayim. Rameir holds, they know that even though money was already separated from this box, the remaining coins, even though they're called Shiraim, they have potential to be used for Karbanis. And in fact, Rameir says, let's say you would take money from there, it would be violating Me'ila, it would be called Me'ila, even though Me'ila is only when you're, the money is going to be used for Karbanis. He holds, Rameir says, that the, the Shiraim do have opportunity, there, there might be a situation, and therefore, you are violating Me'ila by taking those coins. 
Now, once we mentioned a few things here, we're going to go uh, total digression. And if you learned the Mesilas Asharim, this might sound familiar, although the Mesilas Asharim is a different girsa in this Gemara based on Gemaras elsewhere in the Talmud Babli. But we learned before that there's there's different midos that a person has. You have the Rabbi Gamliel, the base of Gamliel, they were Zrizin, they made sure to be a Zahir with the mitzvah. Of of uh, of making sure that their coins would be used for uh, f- for the lishka, and he also had the concept of nikiim to be innocent, to be clean. May Hashem may Yisrael. So with that being said, the Gemara continues. The Gemara says, person who zar is in his mitzvahs and brings him to the nikias. Stay away from Averis. Nikias mevila de tahara, tahara mevila de kedusha, kedusha mevila de anava, to being to humility, anava mevila de yereschet, and yereschet mevila de chasidus brings one to chasidus, which seems like the ultimate, and chasidus mevila de ruach kodesh, ruach kodesh mevila de tchias mesim, tchias mesim mevila de elio zachor latayv. And the Gemara brings sources, proofs for this brisa. Zrizus mevila de nikias. How do I know that Zrizus brings one to Nikias? Let's say the Bible says Vechila Mechaper. Nikias Mivila de Tahara, Tersiv Chipra Laakain, Vitahara. So you see Kapar, then Tahara. Tahara Mivila de Kedusha, Tersiv Vitiaru, Vikitshu. Kedusha Mivila de Anava, Tersiv, Kichayim Aramanis, Shechin Ad, Vikadishimai, Maram Vikadish Eshkain, Vesdako Shval Ruach. So you see the Shval Ruach comes after the Kedusha. Anava Mivila de Yeras Chet, Tersiv, Akev Anava. They that you see that Tchiyas HaMesim comes before Eliyahu Zachor Latayv. One more Gemara, Tana B'Shem Rabbi Meir, Komisha Kavu Ba'atisrael, someone who lives in Eretz Yisrael, Umedaber B'Lashon HaKadosh, he speaks Lashon HaKadosh, V'Aichel Peroisev B'Tahara, he makes sure to eat everything B'Tahara, V'Kari Kriyashma, B'Abay Kiruv Erevs, he has the consistency, he's living in the right place, he consumes the proper things, Yehim Avusar Sheben Elam Habahu, everyone should know, they should be told, B'Surus Taivas, everyone should know that he is going to be a Ben Elam Habas. Hajjan Allah, Bishlesha Prakim, and Mr. Shem will continue the fourth parak tomorrow.